Welcome into the Esports Network podcast. Where we talk about anything and everything related to esports. Well, that's not just, you know, the actual competitions. Sometimes it's the actual streamers, the content creators kind of beefing up the scene a little bit, giving people, you know, something to watch while they're not watching, you know, the, comp- the competitive side of things. And here to help me kind of talk about what he does, it's the one of the newest uh, content creators for Envy Gaming. Let's welcome in Bobby Poff, the, the Warzone beast. And you've won, what, how many Warzone tournaments? You have 200,000 followers, countless subs, top tier Twitch streamer. I mean, the, the resume goes on and on and on. But thank you, Bobby, for copying on and joining us today. Oh, my God. I'm just another man that I'm just another kid playing video games in his basement. Thank you for the gas. Um, dude, I, I've, I was very fortunate early on in the Warzone scene to get a couple of tournament wins. I think I have three so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, dude, like you said, man, there's there's the whole competitive side of things, but people don't realize the the entertainment side of things on the content creation, and that is my specialty. No, for sure. And you speaking of basements, you got yourself a new basement, you got yourself a new digs. I know you got a, a new house thanks to this uh, this this streaming career you've established for yourself. So congrats on that from one homeowner to another, man. Thank you, man. It's really exciting. I I, uh, I I got a deal on a great house. It just it needed a lot of work. I bought it at like the beginning of the July, and I'm I'm hoping to move in by the end of September. I just needed some work done before I move into it. But man, it's that was one of my goals. As soon as I started streaming, uh, if I could self-sustain myself to buy a house that'd be the next thing on the list and that's just what we did so i I couldn't be happier man and scarf squad is taking good care of me so scarf squad i love crazy (laughs) hey man gotta market all you can so i I gotta ask i gotta ask you man you you joined envy what five-ish months ago what was the motivation joining uh you know top two organization like that um, to be totally honest, dude, I'll, I'll say one name, dude, Crimzix, dude. If it, yes. if it weren't for Crimzix, it would have never happened, dude. I, one of the talking about the tournaments that I've won in Warzone, I won a Warzone tournament with Crim. Uh, it was one of the Huskers' house back last October, and this was like kind of right when the, the ball got rolling. Because I mean, people don't realize. I mean, when there's when you're joining an esports organization, there's contracts, and it takes months. I mean, people don't realize it takes months to get things finalized. So I mean, right around the time me and Crim won that tournament, um, we were working on. Uh, the contract behind the scenes, but literally, if it were not for Crimzix, Crimzix put in the ear to Hastro and was just telling all the guys at Envy, we need to get this Warzone guy. And um, so, honestly, I, I, I just can't thank Crim enough. Um, Crim is, is the final answer. <laughs> hey, that's a good answer, man. You know, you got the the veteran of Dallas Empire, you know, 2020 champs coming in hot and kind of, you know, ver- ver- verifying for you, man. It's awesome. And so, I mean, how did this start for you, right? I see your, your history streaming. You start off with some GTA 5 sniping montages, you know, pretty good quality, I'll say, for for the time. But uh, how long were you, were you like, thinking about, you know, I got to make this a career? When did that kind of come into your head? Uh, so I started to get that mentality uh, when Ninja in the Fortnite days. So uh, before Fortnite, I um, – I did, like you said uh, on my YouTube channel, I just uploaded some, and this was mainly just for fun back then because I had no idea that any of this was possible. Um, so I was just kind of uploading Grand Theft Auto Five just online, just clips to my YouTube channel, and then um, I was working at my family business at the time of like Fortnite and uh, blowing up, and then I saw Ninja. Ninja got on the cover of ESPN the magazine, and I'm like, man, a tw- a twenty some kid that's my age made over $10 million in, in a year. And I, I know that sounds crazy, but I mean, not only that, but like this man was passionate about video games and that's something that I'm extremely passionate about. And he was able to make it a lifestyle. And after 10 years of grinding, he was ex- rewarded handsomely for everything he's done. And he also paved the way for a lot of people. So after seeing what he did, um, I kind of had an idea when Call of Duty Blackout came out. So I, 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 I well, 
I, I did a little Grand Theft Auto. I started streaming Fortnite and had no success of Fortnite because it was extremely saturated. It was just I had it was just really tough. So I had an idea when uh, Call of Duty um, Blackout the beta came out. The beta came out. I played it. I loved it. Mm -hmm. And then like two weeks before the beta came out, um, I was working, or it might have been a week. I was working on my family business. I uh, my dad um, owned like owns like a, a little just. Um, small family business it's a chemical manufacturing company and he just want he he was grooming me to take it over for like five or six years and it's really stressful and just not really sure if that's what i wanted to do for the rest of my life i just a week before blackout came out i kind of just got into an argument and just left and never came back so ninja kind of started ninja put this little seed into effect and then i kind of just had an idea because like i've i used to grind leaderboards back on other call of duties like in in um in Modern Warfare 3, I was like number one in bomb plants in Search and Destroy. I had I was like number six in the world for a score in Search and Destroy. And like this was while I was in school. Mm -hmm. So the thought to myself was, you know what, let's just, uh, if, this, if all I had to do is just play video games, and that's kind of why I timed it where I did with Blackout. Um, as soon as Blackout came out, I literally played, and that's all I did. And then um, after a while, I had the most kills and the most wins in the world in Blackout. And that just kind of like started my little snowball effect. Um, yeah, and that's kind of how I. So it's kind of like, sorry, that was a long answer, but like it was kind of, it was kind of a lot. Hey man, I like, I love long answers. So you know why? Because I, I love to hear people talk about themselves and kind of give people an insight what what, what happened to you. And so uh, Kevin yeah. Curry here, of course, talking with Bobby Poff of Envy uh, Gaming. Um, I, I got to ask. So you mentioned that you're, you're you're kind of being groomed for the family business. I mean, after that kind of all went down. Did they ever come back to kind of support you, or, or is that still kind of like on ice right now? Oh no, my my parents are my biggest supporters. I am so fortunate. So I'll be totally honest. It was a little, it was very uncomfortable because I mean, my parents they've always wanted the best for me, and I mean, both my parents are I mean business owners, and they they they, they don't want their kid playing video games. Well, they just they didn't understand what I was thinking and just what the possibilities were. So there was a period where I didn't have anything from about what was it like. September of when I started streaming to maybe maybe for like four or five months I didn't really even talk to my parents like from that fall to that like spring or whatever there was a Christmas in between there Christmas was awkward mm -hmm. I just didn't want to be around my parents I had nothing to show for it I was honestly embarrassed and sh ashamed um, but after just working and grinding dude and there was a COD tournament and it was actually crazy it was in March or it was it was sometime it was a blackout after dark tournament in Columbus Ohio where I got invited mm -hmm. to and after that point, um, everything just kind of snowballed and my parents saw the possibilities. And I think at that point I had like 2000 subs. So they started to realize that I was able to, I was like, they were like, man, this guy is actually not an idiot. He kind of, I mean, he's starting to make a little bit of money, but, um, <clears throat> my parents could not be my, my parents are my biggest supporters. They helped me with my taxes. They helped me with all my house. I mean, I'll be honest, dude, I've only been to, the, I bought this house two months ago. I've only been there five times. My parent, my mom has been at this house every single day for the last two months, wow. making sure everyone's doing their job. So, um, it was a little uncomfortable at first, but now my parents, I put the biggest smile on my parents' face and that, that means the world to me. It makes, it makes me so happy knowing that I can do that. So I'm, it's, it's just crazy where we were three years ago to where we are now. It's It's been a wild ride. Hey, man, that's 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 awesome. I got to be honest. I, you hear a lot of stories like that. Sometimes they don't always turn out so well, and I'm happy to hear that you kind of made it work for you and your family, and you guys kind of came together. And, and, and you're, you know, like you said, they're your biggest supporters right now. So that's that's you don't see it too often, man. So I'm going to tell you that's, that's something lucky. It's something special. I want you to hold on to that. 
100 percent and i mean i'm very fortunate like i mean there's so many things i've learned like i mean I'm, I'm 29 years old a lot of these guys in the gaming scene are younger um and i mean just i mean i, I have experience in a business and like a lot of the a lot of these things that my parents taught me at their business i've been able to apply at my own business and and that's another reason for part of my success is just understanding how businesses work and i i like to uh thank my parents for a lot of that no, nah, man, for sure. And so uh, talking about parents is always great, but we got to talk about this, the, the things that kind of helped you kind of uh, put you on the map a little bit, right? So winning the 100%. tournaments, winning the tournaments, you, you kind of uh, your skill set and everything. And also you got clips floating around, amazing rage moments. And you, you don't rage for oh, no good yeah. reason. So I got to ask you like off top, what's the most essential part of like any good rage? Is it like the physicality, throwing the fist down? Is it the, the scream or is it the walking off and, and, and breaking a mouse pad or breaking a, a controller? What's the most essential part of any good rage? I think it's just the authenticity of it. I mean, like you said, I mean, if you're going to rage, it's got to be at a good moment. And I mean, I usually don't rage that much, but I mean, there was... A, I had a my most viral clip. I actually had a phone call with Activision. They <laughs> the next day, I've actually never had that before. But I posted a. I don't. I'm sure you've seen yeah. it, or a lot of people that have. The I was in a tournament. It was a two v two kill race tournament, and we literally reset like two or three times. I think this was like going into the fourth match reset, and like we're already like way behind. And I mean, I mean, just re get resetting and dying to a cheater just four times over is so frustrating. And then. We literally spawn in, get into a map, and I died to a cheater again, and just lose my mind. <laughs> and I, I mean, there was like there was there was thousands of dollars on the line, and it was just a lot of people. It was just the heat of the moment. I lost it. So I just think, I mean, right there, that was just uh, just authentic. I mean, mm -hmm. I just f lost it, and honestly, I mean, just snaps in my head, and I just lose control, and I just like black out for a moment, and I just like wake up, and I'm like, what the hell just happened? Dang, you know, I feel it, man. I, you know, you've won, I don't know, like hundreds of thousands of matches between Blackout and Warzone. I mean, is there anything that like sticks out to you particularly besides cheaters? Like, like is it like a win that you can remember? It's like, man, that was that was a damn good win. That was a hard fought win. Is there something like that that kind of sticks out to you? Or do they all just kind of like mesh together at that point after, you know, hundreds of thousands of wins? Yeah, after I would say tens of thousands of wins, hundred thousands. That's we're not just there yet. <laughs> Give me a couple more years, we'll be there. But um, I would say most of them match together, and like especially since I usually just I, I, most of the time I'm playing for fun and just entertainment. So um, I don't really. Uh, they all mostly just mesh in. I mean, unless I'm unless I do something just spectacular at the end of a game to clutch up. I mean, I, I usually don't even care about. I mean, I, I like to use the gameplay and then I usually kind of propel that to like just to excite everyone and just, I, I don't really, I don't think there's a specific one. That's, that's a tough question. No, for sure, man. I mean, like I said, tens of thousands, but you know, hundreds of thousands ain't nothing to laugh at too. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let, let me throw a hypothetical at you, right? So you, yeah. you got the chance to create the next kind of trendy battle royale. Like what would you have it like contain? What would like, be the, the, the main marketing point? Is it going to be like the better anti-cheat? Is it going to be better servers, better tick rates? Going to be different loadouts, customizations? I mean, like what's something that attracts you to a new game that you'd like to put into the next big battle royale? if possible um well two things off the <clears throat> bat which make it um just bigger for everyone and that's one thing i've noticed from like blackout to warzone like just the differences and 
how small it is. Like Blackout was very limited because there was it wasn't free to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Warzone is huge because it's free to play. So the first thing I would say is free to play. Mm. You got to have it free to play because that just makes your game. I mean, that can just make a community. If if a product is good and it's free to play, it's the game is going to do the work itself. So free to play and just you got to have an anti cheat. I mean, there has been so I I have been playing on console my whole life, and this was the first. Um, PC game that I've ever played, so I've never really deal with cheaters like this. But free to play and an anti cheat were the first th- two things I would make, and then maybe some sort of um, those are the first two things. And then the third thing maybe just like some sort of like uh, just like an open line of communication with your community. Like mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like Activision they do they make a lot of these decisions with their game, and it's like. They're just they're listening to themselves. They, they they get feedback from everyone else in their community, and they just don't listen to them. So, I think just free to play, anti cheat, and then just some sort of feedback from your from the people that play the game. I mean, that can go a long way. And that just you got to keep you got to keep your customers happy. And I mean, people playing your game with your customers. So that's that's where I would start with. No, for sure. I mean, I, I agree, man. Anti-cheat is the is the hot word nowadays, and kind of you hear on the horizon is coming, and hopefully it comes sooner, sooner rather than later. I just I think I just saw Doctor Disrespect kind of like rage at him at a at a at a hacker just now. So I was just like, oh, we all do it. We do it I every know, day, brother. It's not just him. It's you. It's it's Tim the Tab Man. It's, it's everybody. It's everybody. So it's 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 a big issue that I'm surprised hasn't been addressed. What a year after the game's dropped, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, a year plus. It's, it's wild, man. And and, and on top of that man just all these billions of dollars this company's made you think they could fix a little problem but i i mean that's one thing my dad always told me man you got to spend money to make money dude i just i don't know what sort of business plan these guys got (laughs) nothing fair enough so speaking of you know other streamers other people you joined uh, envy gaming and they have a pretty hefty roster of content creators you kind of uh you kind of made besties with right and i know i know you and sebas and teep and you guys all all played with uh with post malone that one time that was a great series and so i mean just just talk about playing with other kind of like-minded uh streamers you know people that you that you kind of find uh family with right yeah, I mean, it's crazy, dude. Me and Sabas joined the same month, and then like a month later, TP joins. Like, me and Teep, I've been good friends with him since the Blackout days. So the fact that literally, I mean, this man is a f- legend. Like, this guy's on the Mount Rushmore of Call of Duty. Like, people don't realize that. Like, this man was an Optic player, for professional op- player for Optic. This guy f- coached Optic, won world champions, coached world champions. Like, and to be in the same organization as that, I mean, man, that is just, just, I don't know what that doesn't just show you that just validation. I mm. mean, that's just, it's crazy. And then and that's just on the call of duty side of things. I mean, envy is doing some huge things. I mean, these guys are, they signed the Botez sisters, those two girls, those two girls, man, they are, <laughs> they are smart as hell. I'll tell you what, they are smart and they know what the hell they're doing. And just to be able to part, be a part of a, a, the same team as those guys. Those guys. It makes me. It, it motivates me. It makes me want to work harder. And then you got freaking Minx over there, yeah. who is just a complete goober. And she is. I, I love Minx. Is hilarious. Like you think someone. I mean, she is so down to earth and and just no ego. And I just just working with them is is so much fun. And it's, I just can't speak highly enough of everyone around me. I, I could not be happier. And then I know they just signed Athena. I don't really know much about. Um, thing other than just i've been following on like twitter and stuff she's like a big rocket league streamer and got like a new song but i mean like i said man envy's doing big stuff they got a plan and they're just i think they're just trying to grow up their brand and just 
grow their brand with a bunch of top streamers and uh, they just they know what they're doing <laughs> no for sure we just we actually just had athena on a few a few days ago so she was her energy is something else man i'll tell you that if you ever get a chance to meet her, her energy is is out of this world so uh, yeah. be, be prepared for that but uh let's talk a little bit about these these tournaments you kind of find yourself in right you've competed in some very uh some very big tournaments some very impressive tournament wins for you as well i mean basically like how do you how do you do it how do you prepare yourself for a tournament is it just like is it different than just queuing up for a regular kind of war zone tournament a war zone game what's the big difference here um well my biggest difference is when i'm playing most of the time i'm usually just playing for entertainment and just interacting with people so the first thing i need to do when i'm in a tournament is just not look at my chat just focus on playing the game. So just you and your teammate or you and your teammates just get locked in and just focus on just the game. And, um, I mean, it's really tough because, I mean, I haven't had much luck in tournaments lately. Um, at the beginning of the year when the game came out, I, that's when I won a lot more tournaments. And, I mean, I still have like 50000 earned in tournaments mm-hmm. or something. But, I mean, just now everybody plays this game. This game has been out for a year. There's a lot of sweaty players that i mean and 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 i i focus on content creation a lot of these guys focus on just wagers and strictly tournament playing at a high level where it's it's hard to keep up with those guys and like for me also i just i started out playing controller i played controller for the last 20 years this year i switched to mouse and keyboard um so it's been really hard to keep up with these guys playing at the highest level on a new um input device we're just switching to mouse and key so it's tough, but I mean, just just trying to stay calm. I mean, one thing I have known, like I said, just focus on the game, and just just try to just 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 stay calm. Because I mean, when you're calm, you play your best, and when you're you got your heart rates up and you're worried, that's when you're more inclined to make mistakes. So, no, just, for sure. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who I mean, who, who, who are you to talk? You just won a few tournaments, right? No big deal. <laughs> yeah, I, but I mean, it, it's so, dude, it's so competitive, man. Yeah. Playing against these controller guys like Aiden rated. I mean, there's so and there's a lot. I mean, Juke. There's a there's there's so many EU guys. It's it's so competitive right now. No, for sure. I mean, have you seen any big difference between I mean, mouse and keyboard? Do you think you've improved better on mouse and keyboard than you have on controller? Or is it still kind of just oh, like up in the air? Oh, oh no, hundred percent. I've definitely improved dramatically. Oh, nice. So I it just I took I took thousands of hours. I think in the, I think I put like five thousand hours into mouse and keyboard on Warzone. And just that type of experience and just playing it every single day, all day for 12 hours. I mean, just been slowly getting better and better every day. So, but still just to be able to climb back up the mound to keep up with all these other guys, it's crazy. And I mean, and I don't want to like, I mean, this is just like statistically, I mean, like Huskers started out at the top of the earnings and I mean, very, I mean, Huskers is unbelievable. He's Mm -hmm. mouse and keyboard, but you see all these other guys on the earning. If you look at the top 25 controlled. I think there's only three people who play mouse and keyboard. So mm-hmm. It's just it's really hard keeping up at the highest level with these controller guys. No, for sure, for sure. And so, I mean, once you're in a tournament, right, and and you win one, is it like a, a sense of relief for you? Is it like a triumph moment? Like, do you just slump oh. back and go, man, ah, uh, that that was a long one, man. Like, I'm glad we, we pulled that out. Or is it just like a get up out of the chair, pumping, screaming, going nuts? What, what's that kind of emotion feel like after a tournament win? It's it's all of it. It's everything. For, well, for me, it is. I mean, there's <laughs> there's some people that win tournaments all the time, so they look at it a little differently. But for me, man, first tournament I won, dude, I was crying, I was screaming, I was just, I was doing everything you just said. Man, all all the emotions were out. 
No, I feel it. And so I guess uh, talking about streaming life a little bit, right? Because I know a lot of you, when you, when you stream, you kind of, you, you hold back a little, right? You don't share everything all at once. You kind of develop this kind of personality on, on camera. Is it, is it for, is that the same story for you? Is it just like, do you kind of hold something back from the audience? Because I know a lot of people don't know like, oh, well, your, your parents helped you out a lot when you bought the house or something like that. But mm-hmm. do you kind of keep something back for yourself? Right? You, you don't want to share everything all at once, right? I do. To be totally honest, brother, I... I try to that's one thing I do a little differently, bro. I try mm-hmm. to be as open as I can about everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously there's some things you can't share with people, but I like to tell everyone how it is. Like, I mean, like kind of like going back to that rage thing with the, the uh like the cheaters. Like, I mean, I'm not afraid to say something. I mean, I had Activision call me the next day, I was saying. So, I mean, I'm I'm not afraid to say something how it is. So, I will I will always say how it is and I mean, I just I just like to be open and I mean, just how kind of the scarf squad roles i mean these guys have taken such good care of me i mean i just there's no reason to hide anything from them just i I always tell them how it is no for sure man and it's that's something that a lot of people like look at you and think like wow it's it's a different kind of streamer he's authentic he's more authentic than the authentic streamers right yes and so it's something important to keep in mind once you you know you join up on the scarf squad and everything so <laughs> i'm just 100%. man i'm just saying man we gotta you gotta get that scarf merch out there quicker sooner you know and, and get get the get the merchandise out there you know <laughs> i know i gotta i gotta get with the intern see what the hell what are you doing over there intern we need more scarf <laughs> so obviously you wouldn't be where you are uh, if you didn't start off kind of small right like you mentioned earlier you, you, your, your parents didn't exactly had the biggest uh, support on the, on the outset, but they kind of warmed up to it later on. But for people out there who are still trying to figure out what they want to do with streaming, what they want to do with content creation, uh, what are some words of win- wisdom you can share based on your own personal experiences? Um, you got to have a plan. If you don't have a plan, it, I mean, right now, everyone's trying to do this. I mean, especially with COVID and COVID just kind of out the wood. It's still around. I mean, people are wanting to stay at home, but you got to have a plan. I mean, I kind of pr- talked briefly earlier about having a plan about leaving my dad's company and timing how timing can work out but for me i had a plan um just grind the leaderboards but a few things i can recommend is i mean you can't just grind on twitch i mean you can't just stream streaming is not going to get you anywhere you you have to do more than just stream if you're actually serious about this i mean it's dedication it's hard work i mean there's just a lot i mean i I haven't seen a lot of my friends but here so stick to this use tiktok if i was trying to get into the tiktok or if i was trying to get into the streaming world right now you got to use other Mm -hmm. platforms to grow i mean because if you just grind on twitch with three or four viewers no one's ever going to find you unless you do something different so growing on try to get try to start uploading on tiktok getting the algorithm on your tiktok grow a tiktok audience and then try and get that audience to go over to your twitch do the same thing on youtube do the same thing on instagram if you can i know it's it's not easy there's nothing easy about it but that's 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 probably the easiest way to do it and it's it's not easy but just tiktok grind it out youtube i mean i'm and I'm, i've been doing this for three years and i'm still getting better i haven't even figured it out yet completely i mean i still try and learn something every day but tiktok instagram youtube using these other platforms to just help grow your whole branding and just kind of just grow your whole brand and then just bring all your audiences over from one platform to another that's i mean ideally that's the the way to to do it in my opinion i mean unless you you're friends with someone if you're really good at networking i mean maybe play, try and play with someone a little bit bigger than you at a time i mean you can't just a no viewer andy can't just come into my chat just like yo you want to play and expect <laughs> me to say yes but i mean if you if you're 
realistic and you're, I mean, you try and play with someone a little bit bigger than you. I mean, that you might have, you'll have a better opportunity than just shooting for the moon in the streaming world. I'm, that's just the way it is. No, for sure, for sure. I mean, like today, in today's kind of like a market of of, of streaming and, and content creation, like short form is is king. TikTok, you get what sixty seconds to, thir- to three minutes. YouTube exactly. shorts, Instagram reels, 100%. it's all these short form kind of videos. One million percent, exactly. And so you see people, you know, literally get millions of followers on TikTok off of only on like sixty One, second videos. Yep, it's crazy, man. And I mean. And that goes for like more content creation. I mean, there's still some people out there that are really good. Maybe try tournaments. I mm-hmm. mean, there's a, there's there's a lot of different things. And one thing I've learned from my family business is, I mean, my my dad owns it's a, it's a tiny list, like a 15 person op chemical manufacturing business, and they have a niche. Mm-hmm. And what he always told me is, you get a little niche, you can just. I mean, I was able to find a niche in this big Call of Duty ecosystem. I found my little niche, and I was able to just continue to grow it and grow it and grow it and grow it and get better at it. Now we're dominating it. And we just, I've stuck by that little niche and I just, that's just kind of what we did. Kind of wiggled my way in there and we just, we're here to stay. Hey man, you dominate the market, you dominate the games. That works, right? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> oh, they don't call me the best in the business for no reason. <laughs> for sure. For sure, man. I just, I, I want to thank you, man, for coming on the show. I appreciate it. I know uh, busy morning for you and it, it, it's, I want to thank you again for coming on the show, man. It's been a great talk and super Dude, insightful, I, man. I feel like I was the one doing most of the talking today. I, I apologize. Next time, I need to like just just let you like do like a half of as much talking, and you no. answer ask more questions. Hell no, man! You talk. I, I think we answered we answered three questions. What the hell are we doing? No, is, is your boss going to be okay with it? Yeah, for sure. Like, it's not called the the, the Kevin Correa show. It's called the, uh, the Esports Network podcast, man. It's not just about me. It's about you know the, the people we bring on, like yourself. We brought on Athena, like Rambo Ray, like Crim Six. Will hopefully get on soon enough. He hasn't answered my phone oh, calls yeah. yet, but you know, hopefully. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'll get him on the ring. I'm headed, I just booked my. Uh, I'm going to his wedding in Hawaii. I could not be more pumped. Oh my goodness, man! That's. Hey, I'm glad he's finally tying that thing. It's been a while since he got engaged, so good for him. I know. I think. He, <laughs> well, I think he was wanted to do it earlier, but just all this COVID. COVID uh, no, for sure, but- I, dude. I got like freaking ten weddings I got to go to this year, brother. <laughs> hey, man. I'm not looking forward to it. You know, my dad told me at that age. He was like, you know what? You want to be invited to all the weddings. You don't want to be the one at your own wedding. Trust me. That's true. I, I can see that. Yes, sir. I'm trying to hold <laughs> off as long as I can. So just just enjoy it for now, man. Enjoy the parties. Enjoy the wedding enjoy the good times and uh, enjoy coming back on the show if you get a chance man i appreciate it <laughs> dude absolutely i feel like we, we we just scratching the surface we got plenty more to talk about that's right man next next interview is going to be all about you know bobby poff popping off what three four five ten war zone tournament victories in a row oh my god you got to stop gassing me up my man i i that's my role on the show man i'm the host i have to gas up the guests if i don't i'm doing a bad job trust me that's true so of course well, uh, if you guys don't know where he is he's at bobby poff gaming on twitter youtube twitch whatever tiktok i mean instagram i'm sure is there too follow at envy for more details am i missing anything bobby that sounds about it to me <laughs> well you sound like bobby poff gaming content creator of envy gaming right here on the esports network podcast i'm of course kevin correa join us next time on the show hopefully we get some more big time guests on and bobby again thank you for coming to the show man absolutely thank you Woo!